By any chance, did you happen to see that big old hit piece that came out about Disney and Marvel? With the South Park episode? I think the, the South Park episode, those guys got wind of something and then decided to base a special around it to generate even more hype. Because people are, are seeing the Panderverse episode special. Yeah. And they're going, look what South Park did. No, 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 no. South Park covering that didn't do shit. I have a feeling it's because they knew that there was an, a, a big expose that was coming out in the Hollywood Reporter or was it Variety where they were breaking down everything going wrong behind the scenes of Disney and Marvel and why it's falling apart and what they're going to do next. And they're talking about, oh, the Blade movie. In the Blade movie, he was going to be gay and he was going to be the fourth main character. It was going to be a trio of women. Oh, who yeah. Would lead the Blade movie. Yeah. And now they just announced what today that's going to be R rated instead. Sorry, Which they, they have not done to this point. Disney won't commit to doing an R rated movie, but I think they're so scared of losing more money to the point where they're reshooting the Snow White movie top to bottom. I remember seeing set photos where they had a stand in of Snow White. And then the seven dwarfs, which were three black people or four black people, three fully grown white people, and then one midget. Those, mm. those, I feel bad for those actors who were thinking they were getting their big break. Yeah. Bye bye. Down the toilet, you get flushed. And now we have seven CG dwarves, all white, by the way. And that's who's going to be in there because Peter Dinklage and his big <laughs> fucking mouth. You know, it didn't make a difference at the end of the day. We had one little person hired. Now there's none. Yeah. And and uh, what's his name for the Willy Wonka movie, too? It's not going to be midget either. It's, uh, it's what's Hugh Grant. His, huge, yeah, Hugh Grant instead of, you know, hiring they should a bunch of... Huge Grant. Huge, little, little Grant. But, yeah, he ruined it for everyone. What is he even doing anymore after Game of Thrones, right? Someone they, should punch him in the head if they see him out on the him. street. Yeah, just, just punt him across the street boom. because Back that did head. that did ruin it for you know any other little person that might want a career where he's not just a stool, you know. Uh -huh. And I mean, yeah, now they're going to be CGI instead of getting Here's a. Here's what you do: okay, fire the director, fire most of the cast, keep some of the crew, I guess, hire Lars von Trier. Put in seven progeria people mm -hmm. and cast, I don't know, Lars Mickelson as <laughs> Snow White. Uh, Get Lars can, some work. You can, you can throw in one of his uh, muses from many of his films. Get, get, um, God, who would be good? Who would be good? Did you see that the Daily Wire is doing their own Snow White movie? I don't think they're doing it. I think they put that out as a troll on the 100th birthday of Disney, which, by the way, that little teaser looks like they shot it in an hour and a half and they it couldn't get bad. any lighting. Yeah. I think they're going to walk it back and be like, it was. it's a short film. We're putting out a short film. So the director, actually, the director of the Snow White movie is a known director. It's Mark Webb, who did The Amazing Spider-Man 1 okay. 500 Days of Summer. And he said, you know, I just thought that Daily Wire trailer was in poor taste. And they just, they embarrassed themselves. You know, our Snow White is, you know, I talked to Rachel about that. And, uh, you know, she agreed. So they're actually thinking about this. Like, why do you fucking care? 
Like the Daily Wire is huge. It's a huge entity, but it's still nothing compared to Disney's. Why even acknowledge it? Why talk about it in an interview? Sounds very dumb, dumb to do. But it also falls into that whole, because I saw that some uh, right-wing movie people uh, praising it and being like, yeah, this is what we need, an alternative to this. It's like, it can still be shit. Like, I, I hate that people take sides when it comes to that stuff because it's like, yeah, you're just getting shit from both sides. Like, neither of them looks good. And that teaser just kind of looks like you said, like just uh, like a like a, a fan film. You know, there was nothing special about it, but they're like, "Well, people actually like this Snow White, so we're gonna support." And like, you don't have to support it. It looks bad just because it's like the competitor. That's not really a competitor. Let's be real. Like what? If a bunch of right wing gone tootin old men are gonna take their children to watch Snow White? Like it's so again the politics of movies it's it's so stupid it's like you either support your side and that's the daily wire and so we have to give them our money even though what they put out is not any better than what the other side is doing it's just like i don't want to do you want to pull up the trailer real quick just so we can get into it briefly because there's quite a few things wrong with that trailer and i don't think the heart of that is in the right place i do think it's entirely just to dunk on disney top to bottom from them releasing that to announcing their children children's entertainment platform which is called bent key bent key what a that's a not good name a name you would change after like a year and a half in business to something cooler okay you can, all right first of all pause horrible, pause right now please horrible logo sorry the oh. first big thing here is that there's like no drop shadow there's nothing yeah. to distinguish the text from the image, the frame, it just kind of all blends in. This is a very rookie mistake. This feels like they just hired somebody off Fiverr to, to add yeah. graphics. There's nothing that 3.6 million views. Jesus also, Christ. Also, do you see, I don't know. Comments I, turned off. Can I can I be seen on camera as, as we watch this? Do you know? Yeah. Because you, we're both on camera. Do you I, see? Haven't you gone back and seen any of these episodes before? I, I try not to. Uh, okay. <laughs> you see how, what they did with the B here? It's the... The, the, okay mm. do you see it do you see what this is do you see that oh you see it right here you got quite the eye yeah, yeah maybe I, I i'm i wouldn't be surprised if that was on purpose because they're so fucking corny with this shit uh anyway it's a white logo yeah they got this epidemic soundtrack oh god you're right about the drop shadow this is difficult to read yeah, it's just right on top of there. Like, honestly, I would not even recommend Drop Shadow a lot of the time, but there's a way to make your your text stand out. Yeah. And nobody tried here. There's nothing. They just threw it right on. Halloween store costume. Classic apples. Pond 5 footage of animals. <laughs> Okay, can we like lower the saturation a little bit first of the, all yeah and it looks like it's got like a gaussian bluer on it it's weird for her to be the only thing that's in focus here yeah 
It, right? it does not look natural. You know what it looks like? It looks like when you have the iPhone, the uh, the up-to-date iPhone, and you can make the background out of yeah. focus to give the fake depth of field. Oops. That is what it looks like. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's, it doesn't look good. No, whoever colored this, by the way, should, should have their computers revoked. It's also a very unflattering angle for her. I'm sure she's fine, but this makes it look like her face is much bigger than I'm sure mm -hmm. it is just because it's such an awkward, like she's turning around. You're panning up and anytime you pan up, you're, you're going to look fatter than yeah. you are. If the camera's angled low, you're going to look bigger and fatter. Your chin's. No, it's not good. It's a, it's a more masculine look. And you're also yeah. emphasizing her shoulder here. Yeah which gives her like a linebacker look when she's definitely not built that way. Very <laughs> unflattering. Very unflattering. Yeah, this is not good. I wonder why the comments are turned off, but uh, yeah, if this is the alternative, do you want any? How about we just cancel both, I think? You know what I'm craving right now is I need to see what the quartering said about this in a tweet. Sorry, in a post on X. I'm trying to get used to saying that and adjust to the times because X is a far superior platform. I need to know. Can we just type in the quartering? Yeah. Snow White, Brett Cooper. I think I think he's going to have a, a great take here, this quartering. Huh. You know, I was bad-mouthing the quartering. And uh, I, I don't know why I just this randomly came into my head the other day. I was bad mouthing the quartering for like a good minute and a half, two minutes straight. And this was during Omega Fish Corp. And I think it was when Rusty Cage. Yeah, it was it was when R Rusty Cage was staying at the production house. And I was bad mouthing the quartering for a good two minutes talking about this man and his fake coffee brand. And then Rusty was like, yeah, he's a nice guy. I kind of know the, the quartering. And I just felt like a big asshole. It's like, oh, all right. So, oh, sorry, I was just speaking sorry. ill of your friend. Sorry, right, got it. Thank you for letting me pontificate about that. Uh, shut what up, does he Rusty, say? You, you just do. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, no, I can't find anything. Uh, let me search. I haven't searched on X. All right, maybe I guarantee you, I'm gonna find something in like a second here. Let me see. What is his handle? The quartering, the good old fashioned quartering. And his the beautiful beard, uh, beautiful masculine beard for the quartering. Damn, there are so many fake quartering accounts. Real quartering, loser quartering, the core two two four nine six seven six five. The quartering underscore. That's the one. The quartering, quartering. Um, could you imagine? Could you imagine this many people making like Hans accounts on X? Oh, okay. Hold on. I think I we found something. Someone, we some, fight. someone put it on archive.com. Uh, oh, but I don't know. Archive.com. I don't know if this is related to Snow White. Are you, are you going to, are you going to, are you going to bail me out? Cause I'm about to burn. I'm about to burn a bridge. I'm about what? to burn a what bridge. Is this? Let's hear it. So is he drunk? Please consider joining as a member. Bag. Okay, here on YouTube. Bag. Or on Locals. Bag some more. You know how all of you probably love Ben Shapiro's daughter? 
Is that what he sounds like? A lot of you guys love is he drunk? Typically, Brett no. He sounds like he's drunk on a live Brett stream. Cooper. She's a mediocrely attractive woman who has semi-conservative views. Brett Cooper is just like me. Brett Cooper is so base. Brett Cooper, please, Brett Cooper. Brett Cooper is fucking bullshit. Fake conservative. Okay, so this is not Snow White, really. Fake. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let's let's hear him out here. I'm very Fake curious. Ass. So fan she is an actor yeah the daily wire looked at the aesthetic that sydney watson had and they hired an actress that kind of could pull that off and they put a vapid irrelevant fake conservative on their forefront she is literally an actress look it up it's... look it up yo he is wait he had to and have I had a big tall drink right before talking about this because they've invited him out to do like press shit for their movies before oh really uh-huh so he's yeah this. the truth came out she is she doesn't give a is that a beard on his hat she doesn't give a fuck about can we Trump. zoom in she doesn't give a fuck about conservatives she doesn't oh. give a fuck about the battle she is no the battle nobody the battle. mediocre looking woman no fucking battle hired by the daily wire why well hold on a second i don't Sorry. understand the incels I don't understand the vitriol here. This yeah, makes me think know. that she slighted him or like yep. thought he was gross or something. She did. I won't. The... I won't make the claim here. The obvious claim that oh, what he, what she turn you down? Because that's so like predictable and hackneyed. But I bet you he tried to like come up to her and talk and be like, oh, you are you doing press too? And she saw that big fucking beard. She probably saw some bubble gum chewed up in it. It was just like, this guy's disgust. I gotta get the fuck away from him. That's it. I don't know. That seems. I mean, look, we talk a lot of shit about tons of people on this show. Yeah. So hey, I've I've called women pigs and gross and fat, ugly bitches and disgusting, and make and, me want to puke and yeah. they look like diarrhea. And I'm sure I've said it all. But yep. Brett Cooper, I mean, there doesn't really seem to be anything to dislike about Brett Cooper. She is an actress. She was just in this fake Snow White movie here, and she's like a 19 year old girl. Like the I don't know. That's that's weird. That's peculiar um incel behavior i don't know the quartering his name's hambly what Wouldn't you kill yourself if you're if you were a fat guy and your last name was hambly no we just change it <laughs> we just change well, you, my name <laughs> you can do that he changed it to the quartering oh that's it that's on his id jeremy quartering how the hambly fuck? i i'm so oh i'm trying to find by the way I'm talking poorly here of the quartering. That's the most likable I've ever seen the quartering in my entire life. That low energy, starting to sweat from drinking too much. Maybe I shouldn't be on that. Maybe I shouldn't say this while I'm live on YouTube right now, but I'm going to say it. Fuck Brett Cooper. I hope she dies. <laughs> I like dark, dark Jeremy Hambly. Drunk Jeremy. Drunk, dark Jeremy Hambly. 
Oh, I found someone replying on May 13th, 2023. Hey, you take Brett Cooper's name out of your mouth and he deleted the post. Whoa. He got he got bitch slapped there and he fell in line. Who said it? Some, some random. It was Jeremy Boring. Well, someone says, Brett Cooper never hit the fact that she was an actor. Don't get how you get, oh, that's a gotcha. She feels pretty authentic to me. Stop it with your bad takes on her. Is a, a, a fat woman. Um, not gonna would lie. That be, honestly, would that be the most offensive thing in the world? First of all, if you're a political commentary company and you hire someone who's an actor to appeal to a younger, like this is commonplace in all over the world. If you think about it, there are Japanese idols that have like no singing talent at all and they're just propped up out of nowhere and thrown in with a group of three to five other people and suddenly they're stars. Like if you got it, you got it. You're going to be famous. If you pour money into that person, that definitely helps and you'll probably be famous, but it, it does, that doesn't translate to sticking power. So if Brett Cooper's famous and popular, it's because she's likable. She's doing something right. Uh, I just found um, a video on the quartering YouTube that says woke Snow White fans melt down as the Daily Wire releases non-woke Snow White starring Brett Cooper. What came first? That is what I want to know right now. Is that the video that came first or was it no. what our, what our archive.org one was? No, this video is from two weeks ago. So he's being fake now. I, I'm assuming. He's, he's starting to, to clean it, it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can play it. Okay. This is now a quartering reaction video <laughs> channel. Okay. And therefore, it's extremely dated when it comes to the ideas of okay. walls. Okay. What's going on, everyone? Jeremy here from the quartering. And for a long time, Daily Wire has been talking about. Uh, he cut the beard down a little bit. Yeah. Original programming. It's, it's got more toys in the background. A, a furor. Beaver, like he it, traded his beard hairs in for more board games. On the prairie, <laughs> then there was this run hide fight, I think it was called. Do you think he plays with that Ghostbusters car when he's not on camera? Yeah. <laughs> and then it felt like there was nothing for crashes. Wait, he puts out four videos a day. Mm -hmm. the what the? Their, well, their he makes good money doing that. I mean, I hope so. If he's putting out four videos, is bullshit a day. Jesus Christ. Perfectly timed. Perfectly timed, I, I guess, like snub or, or like troll of Disney by launching their own Snow White film. And oh, so he's woke Rachel Zegler fans absolutely losing their minds. Now, I think the quality. Okay, all right. The, so he's falling in line. Wait. Movies, in my opinion, have been middling. Um, but the middling. I'm also like understanding that they don't have a $200 million budget and they're, you don't need they're that. new at these things and that. That's bullshit. It's still, you know, non-ideological programming, which I think is absolutely. I hate that excuse for bad quality movies, where it's just like, well, they didn't have a hundred million. You don't need a hundred million for shot in. You don't need a hundred million for whatever that West Western movie was. You don't need a hundred million for the hunt, right? Nope. The, so, well, the hunt wasn't with them. The hunt was not. It was different. Oh, but well, same same rules apply. Right, but that but that's the thing. Like I, yeah, they don't have a hundred million like Disney does, but that doesn't mean that just because of that you can just excuse bullshit just because oh they're they're a little company that doesn't they only had fifty million for it and it's like 
that that's still a lot of money if you have it's, talented people behind the camera and, and they're not hiring purely union people either so they're cutting costs i like i like the saying a bad carpenter blames his tools and i think that can be applied with any of these movies where you could have made a great i mean look they were making movies on that budget back in 1987 and they mm. were coming out great now sure okay the cost of living has gone up wages have gone up but i still think ingenuity wins the day no matter what and if you're making a piece of shit and you don't care and you hire people that don't care what do you think you're going to wind up with at the end of the day yeah something unwatchable so that excuse is not i hate that shit i hate that excuse it's bullshit it's bullshit. You get a running gun at steel shots, shoot at four in the morning, paid yeah. nobody nothing, nothing. and, uh, <laughs> and spent hope, three hope years editing it. Spent four years <laughs> putting this movie out, changing it constantly, going back to the drawing board. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, but you have to do it because what happened? They got Vincent Gallo. They did yeah. shut in. Everybody yeah. forgot. Yeah. Everybody forgot in seven months. Where can you buy it? Don't know. Australia. There's where, a DVD. Where can you see it? Don't know. Daily Wired Plus, mm -hmm. maybe. I guess. I mean, how do you get that? Uh, email. <laughs> you got to email somebody and hope and hope yeah. someone replies back and says, yes. "Okay." Send a check to Ben Shapiro in the mail. Hopefully you got to send a money <laughs> order to Andrew Clavin. This video is sponsored by. Oh Dungeon. no. Cool. No, Damn, no. maybe that's what this show is missing is adverts for Dungeon Hunter and Hell cool yeah. goth vampire lady. You know what hair. you can get? You can get some gems if you enter the code low. The details. Get, get an Amazon gift card for thirty-five dollars. Yeah. Or else we'll release the webcam video we've been recording of you visiting those websites. Look at this awesome game that I play all the time. Look at my build. Starring YouTube sensation Brett Cooper. Um, look, I've been critical. Did you watch the Boogie Two Nine Eight Eight documentary? Yes. By the way, you yeah. did. Ugh. God what damn! What an enraging human being he is. We should have done an episode on that instead of Archie. I'm I'm down. I was I'm down for watching it. I was so pissed off the entire time. Uh, the way so that this fat man spends money. And how much money he spent on just being fucking stupid really, really got to me. See, I I watched that and I was like, I didn't get frustrated in that way because I understand his pathology of, okay, but I made money with people watching my videos. Why would I do a gro Why would I go be a bag boy at the grocery store? That doesn't make sense. I got all these people here, but they're not watching his videos. Like I I get it because. It could, it, it must be remarkably frustrating for him to be like, but I got all this right here, but no one's watching. So there, it's like, it's like nobody would even be there in the first place. And this documentarian who has no videos out anywhere, just ha like got the right kind of artwork done for his documentary on Boogie. Boogie did not get paid for it at all. They make note of that. And it doesn't seem like the documentarian really respects Boogie. Um, puts out artwork that looks like an HBO Max expose on Army Hammer's cannibalism. And then suddenly this is a huge thing where you've watched it and I've watched it without even having spoken about it. Yeah. Uh, sad life of Boogie, I think it's called the dark. The dark, this twisted dark fantasy of Boogie 2988.
his 20 year old girlfriend he's fucking in the tub he's hooking up with his 20 year old girlfriend in the tub and they're recording it i uh, yeah it was just to me uh when he's like oh i can't believe i'm gonna have to get rid of my magic card so that i can pay rent he's like fucking shut up (laughs) he's like i felt nothing but just like this this fucking guy that's good art that's a good artwork for for the documentary of boogie 2988 but you uh if i'm that documentarian i'm changing my last name mike clum that sounds like a that sounds like a, a fucking like a tim and eric character mike clum yeah it was it was pretty gross and uh i mike clum's next documentary is on jeremy hambly yeah terrible it's gonna have art like that too mm-hmm. i love the there was a couple of funny moments like um when the prostitute was like his income helped me get out of the streets or whatever. Mm-hmm. She put uh, her kid through college yeah, with, with $200,000 from uh, Boogie. But then I think the the most frustrating part to me was that he's just like, he's so unaware of himself and the justifications that he, like, it felt like this, what is it? 40 something year old man. It's like listening to a 13 year old Oh, he's 50. Man. Okay. 50 where he would be like, well, I never got to fuck a 10 and, and now I fuck 10s. I got into fuck 10s. I just spent millions of dollars for it. And now I'm sad and alone and can't afford anything. And like when he had what 400, there's a point where he has like $400 left in his, in his account. And the, his TV start, the, the sound on his TV starts crackling a little bit. So what does he does? He spends a hundred on a sound bar. And then he realizes that, oh, no, it was just the wrong channel that had bad audio. But I just spent 100 because TV is the only thing that makes me happy. And I was like, Shut just really like all that stuff. Just just fucking do it. Just do it. Boogie. Just 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 do it. You know, because how did you feel about the conversation where he like hyped his girlfriend up? He's like, you know, I'm probably going to die soon. Oh, and yeah. I'm sorry I didn't take care, better care of my. She's like crying and stuff. Yeah. It's like, but he's gonna be alive till he's fucking seventy. He's you know? have no he's a gross, disgusting human being, and they yeah. always live till seventy, seventy-five. It'll be a while. Yeah, I think the worst part about watching this is that now my algorithm on YouTube just it's just him just documented by other people talking about how gross he is it's just like i don't Mm. i never wanted this i just saw i saw the art that's what attracted me to it and i think someone i don't remember who but someone tweeted like i saw the boogie documentary and then it was a a peep a peep a pepe meme with a gun in his mouth so i was like there's a documentary about this guy let's uh and then i found it and i was like oh i don't why is he taking a bath on the first scene? I don't need to. What the fuck? I don't want to see him take a bath. And then that happens like twice or three times. It's just like, I don't. It's, and especially after seeing how much money he's made and the fact that he just bought. It, honestly, it surprised me. He only makes $2,000 a month from YouTube because that guy's been around for a really long time and he's put out probably i mean you would have to assume thousands of videos at this point some of which have gotten millions and millions of views but for example here i make probably and granted this channel is fucking nothing it's like nine thousand subscribers 
the highest watched video is maybe, maybe 600,000 views. Maybe. Haven't cracked a million with that, with a single video. I still make anywhere from 100 to 400 a month on YouTube. <clears throat> Just doing nothing. Putting these out for Patreon people. Because people will go and watch the documentaries or the sketch or whatever is going to generate the most amount of time. But he's making like really only slightly more than that. That's insane. That's great. That really is. That should have been a wake up call for him because he was probably at his peak making. He probably had a month where he made like fifty thousand dollars, one hundred thousand dollars. $300,000. He was probably making real money once upon a time on YouTube. And now it's really down. And he was in his 30s already. That's the thing that I don't understand. Like, how much of a child are you where you don't take advantage of that amount of money that you're making? And instead, you just... Well, he I, seems I, to have a nice house. I took this girl to Disneyland and spent $50,000. It's like what that when i heard how much he spent on on just oh we went out for dinner of course he's gonna eat the whole restaurant but ten thousand dollars on dinner and i was like what the i i don't know it it it, it really upset me just seeing how irresponsible and how like zero responsibility for anything like everything's always someone else's fault and uh, mm -hmm. i'm not being watched because people have hate towards me and it's like there was a thing that worked and then you decided that you were too big to fail so the one thing that worked you stopped doing it and instead you started playing the victim and started playing the oh i was abused and i was this and i was that and my mom was this and oh when i was a kid and and then you get your fake teeth that look and sound retarded and then it's like, well, I'm going to be losing weight and hey, give me money so that I can lose weight. And then he's like, fuck you. I don't care if you think about me losing weight. I don't care about losing weight anymore. So it's just so many just dumb decisions from having this huge audience that loves you. And then he just went to his head where he thought he was indestructible, who thought he couldn't fail anymore because of the amount of money he was making. And now... It's like you said, you're barely making any money. You still, he still has like what, like six million, I think, or nine million, something like that. Uh, and uh, yeah, unbelievable. Good. I was angry. <laughs> I know this was right off, right off the heels of uh, a couple of B bang episodes where you're like, "Damn, money, Great. money sucks." Yeah. And yeah, and then I saw this and I was like, "Fuck this!" And just like, just and I'm, I quit movies. I quit, I quit the internet. I'm just going to go, go, go join the army. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to get obese and come up with a character that everyone can make fun of. And and then, yeah, I just, I don't know. The, the lack of self-awareness and the lack of taking responsibility for all this stupid shit he did and instead still brag about it, even though he's lost it and not realized that, you know, oh, well, I did get to fuck tens. It's like, yeah, how much money did you spend on that? What, what is it? Where does that get you now? You know, it's just, mm -hmm. ugh, just, just wanting to fuck tens and not being able to afford it. Yeah, exactly. Great. Great. Can't afford your 300 pills that you have to take a day so that you can keep breathing. Great. But hey, you fucked a 10 once, probably ruined her life for a couple <laughs> of months with nightmares of what you smell like. But, uh, hey, I'm sure she bought a house with that much money. <laughs> Fuck. She's so next door neighbors with Boogie now. Yeah, so frustrating. I don't like that it didn't get into the Frank Hassel thing. 
Um, oh yeah, they kind of covered it a little disingenuously. Yeah, they were like, and Boogie fired off the gun at at just an innocent man who did. You know, come on, let's yeah. be real about what that was. Give give. You know, it's clear that the documentarian just treated Boogie with pure contempt, and I don't like that. I don't like that there was just a fundamental lack of respect on any level for the subject when the guy was doing it basically as a favor, yeah. right? I mean, granted, yeah, okay, there's publicity and attention, but the director is the one making money off the documentary at the end of the day. Um, you, sh you should have like a baseline respect, even if you're exploiting the person. So um, there was that. They didn't really get into it much. And I think if you're going to do a deep dive on Boogie, you have to, you have to cover that honestly. Because that was a big thing. That had Boogie wind up in jail and facing criminal charges, which they make a note of several times in that documentary. Well, they, the treat, they say he's a criminal. Right? Yeah. Yeah. When, when he goes to an interview to get a real job and, and he's like, well, I'm, I'm autistic, disabled, and a felon. It's like, oh, great. That's how you open your interview. <laughs> That's how you open the, get, give me a job. Just, yeah. If you oh, if you Google my name, you might see that some people say that I'm a pedophile, and it's like, okay, okay, so you're not gonna get a job, Patty. <laughs> right. I like that that woman called him out on that. Like, yeah, why why are you being on right now? You said this was gonna be a real job yeah. interview. What are you What are you doing? Uh, I, you know, right after I watched the Boogie, I don't know if you checked this out at all. Right after the Boogie Two Nine Eight Eight documentary, I got recommended similar videos. Similar hit piece documentaries, and I got one for Hassan, Hassan oh, Piker. No, no, you didn't want, you didn't see this. Okay, no. this is from um like a go to YouTube staple. I forget his name. It's not coming to mind at the moment. His voice sticks out to me, and he appeared on camera, and he just kind of broke down everything wrong with with Hassan Piker, and why he's obnoxious. And I was watching H three H 3s Ethan Klein and Hassan talking about Israel versus Palestine. And Ethan was clearly like very upset because he's chosen, of course, um, with everything that was happening there and the attacks that were happening on Israel that resulted in 1,500 people being massacred, raped, slaughtered, dragged through the streets. Hans, he can't even, he can't even blink thinking about that. It's crazy. It's really upsetting to him. That's why he's got that face. It's very, um, hey, welcome back. How are you doing? Yeah, I lost it for a second there. That's all right. Yeah. Um, we were. Just, I was just talking about H3H3 versus Hassan Piker. Um, what so, happened there? Was it the war? What, do you want to pull up a clip? Um, Hassan Piker cries. H3, this was after Ethan had cried several times about babies being decapitated by Palestine and this and that, all the bad stuff that's been happening to Israeli people because of Hamas. They cry on, on stream? Yeah, but it's normal for Ethan to cry. And then Hassan was like, I got to one-up this guy. They killed a journalist. And like he was like trying to force tears out of his fucking eyes. It's the most pathetic thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It makes me sick, this guy. And if you watch this guy, sincerely, no hint of irony. You like Hassan Piker? You, you should probably put your mouth on a curb. That's fucking, he's, he's one of the worst. He is ab undoubtedly one of the all-time worst internet personalities to gain any sort of popularity. I don't want to say destiny. Jesus Which one Christ. is it? I don't. 
Um, H3, it was the H3 podcast there, but that's way too long. We need a clip. Why is it all Destiny? Are you subscribed to Destiny? No, I don't know. Destiny, who's Destiny? This guy? Yeah. No. Am I subscribed to this guy? I don't know. I don't know. Why what is that it is. all Destiny? I'm not sure. Hassan. Okay. Uh, Let's. All right. It still seems to be mostly Destiny. Chat logic. No. Okay. Type in Hassan Piker cries. Maybe that'll do something. I don't know. Okay. Leftovers. No. How dare you? No. You know what? Just click on the H3 podcast. I think I'll be able to find this Good. for us. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, Jesus. No. no. But this is three years ago. This ain't. This cannot be the right episode. This is not it. Let's see. Uh, I just started whoa. watching Kitchen Nightmares. Hell yeah. Is there a new one? Yeah, they rebooted it and they featured a diner not far from me that I've ordered from multiple times. Oh no. And uh their freezer was really horrifying. And you creepy stuff. I've eaten there multiple times. What the fuck? Why can't I find can you search for it on yours and send yeah, me yeah, a yeah. link? Wait, he's really crying? Chud logic. Chud I don't logic. want to see that. I don't no, know. sorry. No, no, no. That's not gonna happen. Maximum debate lord. God, I fucking um scroll fucking up again. Sucks. It should be the one where there's a Israel flag behind Ethan. Wait, where No no no. Those are all too too early of episodes. Is it is it their podcast leftovers or yeah, yeah, yeah. Three weeks ago. That's it. Number sixty one. Leftover sixty one. Sixty one. Okay. Sixty one. Wow, because yeah, that's who you want to hear about this conflict, right? Every single time Ethan started talking about the issue and it wasn't Hassan talking about the issue, you could just tell he was mentally checked out and he was playing with his phone. And it was a very disrespectful display. And they would always make excuses for him. They were like, oh, we're so grateful you're our friend, Hassan. And, you know, you really <laughs> opened our eyes. And he would like justify every single reprehensible leftist comment about Israel and be like, well, you know, you know, the standard tactic of like, well, you know, they shouldn't have like cut babies heads off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's bad. And then he would respond with something to the effect of, but you don't really think about it when Israel then nukes a hospital and then they throw it's like, well, hold on a second. We're talking about one thing at a time. See, when you frame it that way, it sounds like those yeah. babies did deserve to be decapitated, which look, you should probably just say that you probably just say, you know, the baby's delicious blood flowing all over uh, the rest of the body, the the unhinged body there is quite the sight. Is that him really... yawning? Yes, probably. <laughs> He's was... such a piece of shit. It's even yawning. Well, did you... Yes, it is a suicide cult. Well, Jesus comes. Suicide cult, the, the assumption that like... Uh, also, the I'm sorry. The... These guys are millionaires and you can't have a better green screen than this? This looks like absolute shit. Mm. How is this possible? That is so fucking shitty. Uh, the chosen anyway, sons and, and daughters but... of God will 
uh, maintain Israel, and therefore Jesus Christ will come down and defeat Shaitan and Megiddo, is a psychotic, suicidal cult. He's Yet yawning. That is I thought it was him crying there. Okay, hold on. Let me see if I can just find it, because I don't want to listen to either of these no, retards. No, we don't need to do four hours of Hassan versus Ethan Klein. It has been um, enjoyable seeing Ethan wake up to the kind of audience that Hassan has brought in because they all hate Jews, of course, but That's they do it in their certain coded political way of like the leftist blanket of hating Jews, which I'm not equating anti-Zionism with anti-Semitism. I do think those are two separate things, but they also just happen to hate Jews. Margin, uh, in comparison to the, to the average, to the average American. Um, I don't care what he's saying. You got to go way down the end. We got to get like last fourth. Can you imagine like, you you have a co-host and this is what like if this is what i look like when you're talking and still if you didn't drop weight you would probably be on this path right here in like a year of a big swollen face and red around the eyes look at those eyes that's a man who's on his way out that's a man who has dark thoughts uncle fester asleep it looks like Gila punched him in the fucking nose and gave him two black eyes. Look but, at that. He's depressed. What what I mean is like, why would you do an episode with someone that you obviously I mean, I don't I don't know anything about this podcast. I find them both to be unbearable. Uh but they don't look like they like each other at all. Like they would well, here's the big thing is they would never speak or hang out throughout through other means if they weren't both successful people. And I think that's a big breach of any sort of chemistry whenever you're doing a show with somebody. And like Hassan can't even really look Ethan in the eye yeah. when he talks. Like Ethan will look over there and Hassan's just kind of like looking forward, looking to the right. It's like waiting to leave, waiting to walk off. He just looks too good, too bored and too good for the room, too above sitting there and being there and entertaining anything that's happening here um can you is unmute there this? a fucking comment where they see you when they cry didn't you, didn't you originally maintain the position that, like, oh yeah. okay ethan cries Our here gonna... ethan cries at 14. understand why hamas exists and why palestinians and gazans want to fucking kill israelis i understand that and i have that empathy i feel that a lot of people not all, even a minority, but enough that it, that it's noticeable, don't have that level of empathy where they see Israelis as like full-blown, diverse human beings that aren't fucking genocidal freaks, you know what I mean? They just happen to be on the side that has a bigger fucking military and has international support. And all the, 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 res the result of that is obviously that a ton of Palestinians die. I think... Uh like you how is there ever going to be peace like genuinely if there's never if there's not empathy to at least understand like i i'm and i'm not not to agree with but to at least understand look um i think uh i think uh edward said uh said it best oh, shut the fuck up okay so that's the, that's i didn't see no tears there do you see Sorry. yeah all right, it's so Ethan is clearly, I think Ethan's genuinely upset issue. here. I don't think it's a performative upsetness. I think he's just soft. They want and Hassan do... is in a position where he's like, oh, fuck, this guy's crying on me. I'm going to look like an asshole if I'm not nice to him. But yeah, my audience is going to be like 
fuck this guy, fuck his perspective, fuck Israel, da 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 da. He's gonna like fasten his position there in spite of Ethan sobbing and being like, I, I just don't want my friends dying in Israel. Okay, so Hassan has to be like, well, I think Abdurrahman Saeed said it best. Um, Jews are bad and have to go this way. Like, you know, what, what is, look at, he, he's got his arms crossed. And, uh, what a to, piece of to, shit uh, this guy is. One of these refugee camps. She had a press vest on. She had a press helmet on. She Here we was go. shot this in is, the neck. This is the so non-existent she could be assassinated. Okay. This was a this was a major issue. They wanted to do. He's trying. He's, he's trying so down. hard. Sorry. Yeah. He's so, breathing sorry. hard trying to get those tears out. Yeah. It's, it's this, not this, working. This is really fucked up. Oh my god! They killed a journalist. That's what's gonna make you cry. Shut the fuck up. So fake. He's trying so hard. He's trying so hard. Oh look. Huh? Oh man, nope. he's really straining now. Nope, not. And you know what the worst thing is? He's looking at himself in the monitor. Look. Yep. There. Oh, any tears? Nope. Nothing. Boogers? Nothing. Look at myself? Nope. Nothing. Nothing. Not one tear. <laughs> they went to her funeral. It looks like he's laughing. And beat the shit out of people. <laughs> and ripped the Palestinian flag <laughs> off of her. <laughs> <laughs> wow wow this is the worst acting i've seen that's me saying that a moment of peace in this fucking world they can't even i love his missed outfire voice yeah <laughs> sorry the idf went in and beat the shit out of the palestinians that were mourning her at her funeral that were holding her casket and ripped the Palestinian flag off of her casket. How was that? His eyes kind of look like loud? that retarded how guy did, on Quantum how Leap. Can that <laughs> yeah, just a little, just how a tiny. How do you not see that? That's in the West Bank. This is a Christian woman. This is not a Muslim. This is not Hamas. Then why do you? Oh God, I fucking. God. He doesn't look sad at all. No. Hold on. What? If, what? If, yeah, it was kind of hot to be honest. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's the takeaway. He could do anything. He could do anything, and they're going to find him attractive and excuse it. And that's why he has a career. And I'm not faulting him for that. It's good to take advantage of that if you're his son. But what a dope. He's got a peanut brain. God, it's just, just two unlikable people. Just, yeah. Yeah, I just, uh, that was just uncomfortable and hilarious because. He, you know what he sounded like when you see a little boy trying to get away with something they did so they 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 cry but they still look like is are they are they looking at me like is this is this is this working am i am i getting to them are they believing my performance no hassan we're not i don't know that was that was terrible at least at least um ethan looks like he's going through it. and maybe it's just because he's unhealthy but he looks like he's going through something but that was just like just a lot of this to try to try to mm. muster up some type of moisture in he your eyes. He was trying to put those eyes to work big time. Ethan looks like he's just he's on, he, like he looks like he's very unhealthy. Like his health is seriously impaired to the point where he could die in the next ten years. You could believe that. Yeah. You could absolutely believe that. I also think Heel is probably fishing for some other dick at this point because she just keeps trying to upgrade and change her appearance and appear 
more attractive while her husband is just this big bowling ball with red eye socket. This meatball, yeah. It sounds, it, he looks scary. He looks like a legit scary unhinged person now. Uh, Should we have done an episode on Israel versus Palestine, kind of similar to when we did Your Movie Sucks trial and you debated it's okay Whore. for him to lust for a dog's dick or something. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't, I don't, I... you could have, you could have worn a, like a three piece suit and had like a little badge for Palestine. Cause I think you're more Palestine coded since I'm Mediterranean. And yeah. Israel's right on like, you know, it's in the, I got the, mm. so like I think that's German, worked. right? Oh, oh well, German yeah, that's a big me. thing too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm. Hans mm. kind of fits like a glove. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think so. I don't think we're the voices that should be heard in this conflict at all. Like, well, we're, like we're gonna die, right? As soon as this third world war kicks in, we're all gonna die anyway. So whoever dies first, who cares? We're all gonna. Who know. do you got? Who do you got in the Israel versus Palestine battle? Russia. I'm yeah, I think with... Russia. I think Russia is definitely or China, one. Ukraine, oh. long forgotten. Yeah, sorry, Ukraine. Hawaii, remember sorry. what happened there? <laughs> remember Hawaii? Oh, that was. A I place. would. I would actually love it if we could just take Palestine and call it Hawaii too. Yeah, have you? Have you That's tried... the real path to victory for everybody. I mean, the I think the path to victory is to just go to Hawaii and buy one of those. Parking by lots. a volcano. Move those, into a volcano. One of those big parking lots they they created with those space lasers for a couple thousand dollars and build a giant studio there. Here's how you really win. You wait until you're 38. You move to Lancaster, Pennsylvania. You buy a Wawa. Yeah. I mean, that would not be a bad investment, really. <laughs> no, it would be pretty good. I know yeah. I just did recently. I went to Warwick, Rhode Island. And I played Risk. Did nice. you ever play Risk? No. Boring. Risk Oops. is a great game of strategy. Yeah. Doesn't it take like five hours to finish a game? Oh, yes. Yeah. It certainly does. Uh, I have roommates that used to play Catan and Dungeons and Dragons, and that put me off board games completely. I, th I think I tried playing Catan once, and I was like, oh, how 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 long is this? <laughs> they were like, oh, usually like four hours. I was like, yeah, I don't think I I don't think I care about my crops anymore. <laughs> I don't I don't want to be a part of this anymore. I don't have the patience for it. Well, I was catching up with Gary, best known as Actor Man, in episode four of Comfort Systems, and he has taken up Boogie's hobby of Magic the Gathering, which I thought that was a thing to take up when you're in your teens yeah. and you don't have friends, not when you're like 34 years old. Yeah, and they, everyone just looks like bizarro version of him. Mm -hmm. It's just a very similar look to them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, we have kind of an update on the the Kenny dating show. Oh yeah. So this is this is in serious <laughs> development. I did shoot Omega Fish Corp with Kenny. I think it went off without a hitch. Everything I've seen. Now that I'm home and I can review the footage, looks good. Kenny's schedule is very open these days. And I think so long as his romantic life also remains open, we'll do good. But I'll give you a little example here. I was talking to him and I was like, hey, listen, Paige, who we had on 
Babang recently. Mm. You know, he's he kind of acted as a casting director of sorts for a, a couple of projects. And um, he has these girls he knows who are like in their early 20s, like t blonde models, very skinny, conventionally pretty girls. And I showed Kenny, I was like, Kenny, this is one of the people who has agreed to audition for the show. And he was like, man, I don't, I don't bro, I don't want to do that. And then he pulled up like a 200 pound girl nice. with a shaved head yes. from Western Hell Massachusetts. Yeah. I was like, Kenny, you, you could just like go meet this girl right now and it would be done. You know, you wouldn't even need a show. But he was like, yeah, but, you know, and so that's what he's really going for. Like legit, you're going to see when we do this show and we're doing this show, the it's currently in development. It's being planned right now as we speak. Challenges are being planned. The budget's being planned. That helps a lot with coming up with challenges too, because you can't just have, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to no, say. No, let's, we can talk about it. I think talking about it and then doing it are two separate things. And there's a lot that can change in that time. And Kenny, with Kenny as the, the lead here, it's such a wild card. It could, anything could happen. Bad or good? Well, that sounds good in a not like good for us way, which is the best way you can we can do this. I think. I mean, yeah. good for him too, because it seems like that's what he wants, right? So, yeah. So I guess it works for everyone. Just just a, a crowd pleaser in all yeah every that, way. That's that's what it'll come out to be. A crowd pleaser. That's exactly how it'll be described. Uh, I I don't know. I think it's gonna be a treat. This whole process of like pick, I think it's going to be a big old pain in the ass to shoot. And yeah. once I started writing out the series Bible, I was like, how the fuck are we going to do this? And how are we going to do it in a simple way? Well, I think a lot of the budget is going to go on GoPros, right? Just cameras everywhere. That would be the easiest way of getting everything. It's just cameras. I'm not even concerned about that so much as microphones. I think the microphone ah. issue is a much bigger problem mm. when you're dealing with so here's what we're thinking right now okay this is currently the plan it's going to be 11 women and kenny living in a house now we got that but then it's also going to be and i'm kind of spoiling a little bit of the format here but that's fine that's fine you signed up for patreon.com slash lower as five dollar tier you get this information you hear this stuff in advance hans is going to be the host yeah hans is going to be the house butler called Hans the Butler. Yeah. And Hans is going to host all the eliminations and the challenges, or almost all the challenges. I think we'll have some guest co-host, like special guest Mario mm. Cuomo stuff going on with that. And then there's going to be, and I'm borrowing this a little bit from The Apprentice because I've been watching a lot of old Apprentice clips and fights. Donald Trump has his boardroom where he has his two associates. We're going to have a panel of people to help Kenny talk through some of his ideas and what he wants from the potential winner and this group will be called the matchmakers and i will be one of the matchmakers of course as kenny's closest friend i introduced him to his baby mama and ruined his life inadvertently by doing so so of course i have to have uh you know a talk a discussion with him on on that front um and i would probably be one or two other people as well maybe hans but then the ho like the host yeah. of matchmaker that there could be conflict there but i feel like you're you're entitled to a voice yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i want to vote I definitely yeah. want to. <laughs> yes. I think as the program's um, co-creator, I think you're entitled to that. Yeah. So it's kind of like when Jeff Probst butts in a little too much on Survivor. You're going to see a little bit of that. Um, 
and we're currently just kind of figuring out, well, what is going to be the easiest process of doing this over two weeks or so? And I think there's a way to do it. I think, I think it will be a little messy. Um, we can't do anything with live feeds, certainly not, but it'll be an edited program, probably eight to 10 to 12 episodes. And we're going to have people sign NDA. So the outcome is not spoiled. Mm -hmm. And then have a reunion show a year later. Yeah, the reunion show where like four people show up. Yeah. It'll be one of those. Yeah, a couple of them so. are, have died since. And <laughs> I don't know. And I'm trying to, I'm, I want, you know, I, I really want to figure out a way to get some like other characters in there, but maybe, maybe it's just not the time or place for it. Like I was thinking, how could we get, could we get like Buddy Duress in there? Could we get Luke from Big Brother 25 in there? Like who could, how, how could we fit? Maybe that's a different project. But I'd like to see those types of guys in the mix. I want to see Gary in it. Gary, I think, would be easy. But I don't know if Gary can really... Um, I don't know if Gary will be ready for that type of camera time is the thing. I don't know. I think one of my favorite sketches that you've ever done was that one with him acting. That's... I think I've, that's the, probably the one that I've laughed at the most. Just his his lack of being able to take direction yeah or or being able to perform on camera i think i think gary would be good i yeah. would like to get gary in there and gary is somebody i've been socializing with a bit more lately so yeah. um that like, could be doable he's like the chef or something like that see one of the things i always rag on gary about and i would like to do this actually now that you mention it um is in seventh grade he had to perform in a play called spindle city sisters i had to perform in it too but i had lines because i could act as a, I was one of the better actors in seventh grade so i got lines gary did not get lines his job was he had to come out on the stage in a thick wool sweater that was very mr rogers-esque and he had a cane and he had to like twirl the cane nice and i would always make fun of him because of that so that is the kind of thing we need Gary to do now, yeah. 25 years later, is, all right, Chef Gary, big old chef hat, white chef costume. Yeah, it's a maybe. rib eating contest. And rib Gary, roast. can he cook? Even if he can, even if they're disgusting, whatever. He's Chef Gary cooking a bunch of ribs, and the contest is for them to, <laughs> whoever finishes. <laughs> we'll tell them. Chef Gary's been taking care of Kenny since he was a child. Yeah. He's been making his food for him since he was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. And you have to perfect Chef Gary's rib roast formula. You got to get it as close as possible. And Chef Gary, Chef Gary doesn't really cook, of course not. But he will give a, you know, we'll, we'll go out to the Chinese food restaurant nearby. Yeah. and We'll get some pork ribs, pork fried rice. And we'll say, this is Kenny's favorite meal. You got to recreate this with the ingredients in this kitchen. And then you just have him stand like this. <laughs> just, we'll, we'll get two hours of B-roll of just him yeah. nodding or like shaking or, his head. like, And that'll be cut away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be a treat. That'll be good. That'll be the best episode. So there's a lot of big plans in play for this. And it's just going to take a lot of work for it to come together. But I think no more or less work than a movie. Yeah, it should be good. It should be I got good. Some, I got some ideas to add to that document that you sent me. Uh, good, good. For uh, special guests and everything. So, yeah. 
I've, I've also well, been, who's who's one you're thinking of? I've been watching because I don't watch those shows, but I've been watching um, Flavor of Love. I think that would be a good inspiration. Oh, classic, of course. Uh, yeah, that's of course everything from the VH1 era is what I've been thinking of, and I've been watching this new show called House of Villains where they take villains from multiple reality shows. And I guess it's the same company that did a lot of those VH1 dating shows back in the day. And I've just been thoroughly enjoying it. It's like old school reality television where people were actually trying to be entertaining mm. and jerks and pieces of shit and just mean to each other for no reason. It's very good. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> saying a fucking Ethan yawning and here I am over here. Like fucking, uh... yeah. Uh, should we well no i was gonna say should we do an episode where we just talk about this but probably not probably i think that's a b-bang episode yeah you know go subscribe to our other podcast on spotify b-bang b-bang well if we have luke or when we have luke i'm sure he'll have some ideas right i'm sure he can give us some something well i don't know if he's really a real see luke is interesting in that he's not a reality television guy i think he's a model Okay. I th or, or rather he got recruited like he's an illustrator that's his passion is is drawing and all that and doing comics but he also models so he's a, like a chad and they were like all right you want to go do big brother and he's like yeah sure and they're like, all right go make a tape and they they picked him so i don't i don't know i don't know if he would really be the guy um there's there's a lot of stuff we don't want to crib it like completely though from vh1 or anything yeah. like that i think there's a lot of room a lot of opportunity to make this unique but keeping the format simple is probably paramount yeah so kenny will eliminate people that's all that's all we know or maybe... no producer rigging mm, okay <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, it, no, 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 not at all. I think I think it has to be kept pure. Okay. I was going to say, well, it depends on who we cast. Exactly. Maybe if there's one break. We'll but see. honestly, no, 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 no. Because here's the thing. The loser, and this is always the great thing about doing a show like this, is you don't get the fun winner. You don't get the interesting winner or character that stays a long time. Guess what? Next time, it's their show. They're the Bachelorette, and we're going to have 12 hunks in there going for her love yeah so there there's the opportunity there john on fish tank did not win and got out early his career it's okay <laughs> right <laughs> that's how we sell it hey if you win maybe you'll get your own show yourself if you win you get a guest appearance on movies at, yeah. at some point or another did you light just that no that's oh. just that was an active creative choice oh, on my right. part yeah okay no yeah all right um okay we just did two hours and change this will probably be broken up i think i'll put out the youtube commentary as uh videos for the channel join us later this week for bang see you then